part of the problem with smoking is that I get really bad dry mouth. <laughs> so, what was I just saying? You've been smoking the devil's blood, <laughs> is what saying. Sanus Lapidus. Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK. And I'm Wiggles. And we're here to review your Disney Channel original movies. DCOMs. To see if they get a puff or a pass in 2020. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Yeah, we took a long break. A long, unexpected break. And from the bottom of my heart, I apologize. You know, I don't apologize. Yeah, Clutchy had shit going on. You know, and that's what's happening. There was a lot of... Also, we were in California, where, you know, life also happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff going on, and we did go to California, and we did get very high, but, um, yeah, we're now we're back, and we're so glad that even after our little hiatus, you're joining in again. And we thought while we were in LA and Santa Barbara, we thought, what better movie to come back from these California vibes, but with the infamous Johnny Tsunami. So I don't know about you, but Johnny Tsunami might have been A1 decom for young KK back when I was completely sober and was really looking forward to these movies as a 10-year-old. Or, I don't even know, because it was... This movie came out in... 1999. So, I, yeah, I would have been 10 years old. Yeah. I loved Johnny Tsunami. This was... Oof. It's like a, a real... You're splitting hairs if you try to tell if I loved Johnny Tsunami or Brink more. Those two were like in my constant decom rotation. So much so that Johnny Tsunami is a movie I used to rent. Like I didn't just wait for it to come out on the Disney Channel. Like... If we were at back in the day when they used to have the movie section of the grocery store. Us elder millennials remember this. Yes. And we would on Saturday mornings usually do our grocery shopping. And if I was tired of the current decom that was playing on the Disney Channel, I would have my mom rent me Johnny Tsunami. And so I guess you could say I was a fan. <laughs> hey, so you got to follow it sometimes if you love it. We got plenty of waves. We got plenty of sun in mm-hmm. sunny California. And we were just like, hey, Johnny Tsunami, let's do it. Hang 10. We were literally at the beach, like walking, watching surfers. And Kalechi just looked at me and he was like, take a picture f- for Instagram, and I was like, wait, this is the movie that we should review. So, uh, let's get into this synopsis. You want to take it away, Wiggles? Yes. Thank you, KK. <laughs> so, Johnny Tsunami was released in July 1999, and is about a young boy, Johnny Kapahala, who has spent his life living in Hawaii. Most of his days are spent eating pineapple, surfing, and trying to live up his 
live up to his hero and his grandfather, the OG surfer himself, Johnny Tsunami. While his mom and grandpa are supportive of his surfing, his dad has some pent-up childhood trauma of his own father and refuses to support little Johnny on his quest to become a pro surfer. He refers to his dad, so the OG Johnny Tsunami, as a lunatic father who wasn't able to provide for his family. Yeah, talk about daddy issues. And when Johnny had a big surfing competition, his dad wouldn't even show up. Like, his mom and his grandpa would go, but not his dad. And after Johnny did a great job and won, his dad was, like, at home working, like, doing work. He took a break from his work to be a total dickhead and pull up the salaries that pro surfers make, which is like around 35k in 1999 money. So all of our little puffers, why don't you do some homework and see what that would be in 2020? I didn't look it up myself. No, but that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Johnny didn't know that he was going to have to make a choice on how many hours he was going to have left to ride waves. So his dad's tech company is launching its NetSuite product at a prep school in Vermont. The entire Kapahala family, except for Grandpa, is heading to Vermont to this private school where his dad has this great opportunity. And so, you know, Johnny, he's trying to be a nice kid. Johnny's like, you know, I love it. You know, let's let's do it. Let's go. Even though he's major bummed that he can't surf anymore. You know, absolutely just devastated that he's not going to see his grandfather, who really kind of is one of his best friends at this point in his life. He doesn't get that long to say goodbye, only a week. You know, he gets on the plane wearing his Hawaiian shirt and shorts. He's not ready for the Vermont, for the Vermont weather. He's super, super unprepared. But, you know, he's trying not to kill his wave. Like, that's the one thing about Johnny Tsunami. He just rolls with the punches, man. Like, he's really cool. And so he tries to meet some classmates and tell them a little bit about Hawaii. But there's obviously a kid who's super jealous of him and starts hating immediately. Yeah, that's Brett. Brett is just hating. And that's really how it is. Because even Brett's homeboy is like, you know, this Johnny Tsunami kid is cool. And, you know, these girls wearing bikinis on this Hawaiian island sounds like a good time. But Brett is like, no, no, I'm into the girl and she seems to like you. So I hate you. But, you know, they're kids. You know, who hasn't been there? In any case, Johnny is upset to find out that his pineapple isn't fresh and his friends don't really like him very much, and he's got a long road ahead of him. Yeah, so the next day at school, Brett, his crony friend, who I don't even know if they said his name, but I'm going to call him the crony friend. You called him his homeboy, which is much sweeter. But so Brett, the crony, and Emily, who was, Emily was actually Xenon in Girl, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Yes, and so she plays Emily. 
When they go skiing, Johnny tries to act cool and say that he skied before, but he obviously hasn't. He was lying. He was just trying to fit in. And when trying to put on the boots in the ski rental shop, he knocks over like all of the poles and the gear. And it's that then that we find out, oh, this is going to be bad. Also, they, they do that gag like three times in the movie. Yeah, there's a lot of... Knocking over. Yeah, knocking over. And so Johnny knows, hey, things aren't going to go that great. I got to fake it till I make it. And he goes onto the mountain. They get off the forklift. And (laughs) that was our dog snoring that you just heard. Um, They get off of the forklift. And Brett and the crony are just really mean to Johnny. And they push him down the mountain. And not only do they push him down the mountain and he like falls, but like this was a fall down the mountain in that was in the same vein as when Kelly fell fell down the mountain in Cadet Kelly. And Johnny is like (laughs) Johnny is falling so hard he can't catch his feet and he can't just like stop so he falls literally from the top of the mountain where the ski lift is all the way back through the doors of the ski rental shop and then proceeds to wreck more equipment in that moment johnny realizes hey skiing it just isn't for me it'll never be the waves and i'm just gonna not take part in this sport he doesn't like it. He doesn't see the appeal. And he'd rather just not try it again. Ever, when he's on the bus, he meets some kids that derisively are called urchins. So the way that they separate the prep school kids who ski and the public school kids who snowboard, the public school kids are the urchins and the prep school kids are the skies. I'm just going to say that that's a really whack differential, but I feel like the urchins, you know, reappropriate it. In any case, he meets Sam, a.k.a. Lee Thompson Young, the famous Jet Jackson. Sam is a young public school kid, a snowboarder. His dad lives on a military base and is used to moving from place to place. His mom passed away. Dead parents. Right? Dead Disney. Dead Disney. <laughs> dead Disney. Disney dead <laughs> Disney's dead parent trope. And it's just been him and his dad ever since. But his dad is way cool. And they get along. And his dad is, you know, trying to be a good dad. Yeah, his dad dad. seems super sweet. Like, a real awesome guy who supports his son. Yeah, so Johnny and Sam become friends. And Johnny promises to... No, Sam, Sam teaches... Johnny had a snowboard. Yeah, so... Exactly. <laughs> I forgot. I thought there was some sort of experience there wasn't. Like, Sam just, like, teaches him how to snowboard. So, so Sam did say, I'll teach you how to snowboard if you teach me how to surf. Like, that was the deal. Yeah. Which is a little bit of foreshadowing, as we'll later find out. And so tries to convince him that it's a lot different from surfing... In the meantime, uh, you know, through a couple of montages, a budding friendship starts to, starts to, you know, flow there. 
We'll we'll touch base later on on the montages, but they were truly amazing in this movie. This is the peak montage movie. Yeah. A lot of montages. So back at school, Johnny is full on urchin life now. He's like, fuck these sky dudes. I'm I'm over here snowboarding, I don't give a fuck. And about ten years ago the mountain was divided in two when the man passed away and gave it to his two sons. And those two sons decided that the best way to do it is to have all the snowboarders on one side and all the skiers on the other side. But obviously, kind of makes for some hierarchical bullshit, you know. We've all seen the Sneetches. I know there's some Dr. Seuss fans out there. (laughs) But, you know, you start making people different. Like, everyone wants to be a little bit better than each other. And, you know, obviously there's a public school, private school divide um, and, you know, the only black kid is an urchin, you know, they say some really fucked up things to that kid. It's true. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> in any case, no one really crosses the line. You know, Johnny is like, you know, I'm too cool. And Sam is just like, fuck it. We're going to get on some fresh shit on the, on, on the, the powder. Sky, <laughs> some fresh powder on the sky side. And they do it. Q, uh cool montage of them just ripping up the snow on the uh on the sky side of the mountain that was later but that's okay (laughs) so while brett and the prep school kids scoff at johnny for crossing into forbidden territory with joining the urchins emily xenon girl of 21st century really is kind of well she's into johnny and we can we can assume that she's into Johnny. She's like interested in the cool, sexy Hawaiian boy <laughs> at school. So she's like, "Hey, Johnny, I think I want to try snowboarding." And Johnny's like, "Well, uh, you are a sky. What will everyone think?" But he tells Sam, and after some like back and forth banter, they do decide. Okay, we'll show Emily how to snowboard. So they're snowboarding and. I was a little baked during this movie, so I missed a little detail of how exactly Emily falls. But something happens, and Emily falls. And she's falling down the mountain, and then she grabs, she, like, grabs onto a, like, rock protruding from the mountain. And she catches on, and she's hanging. Sam is like, oh my god, Emily, I can, I can save you. And he tries to snowboard down to where she is, but he also falls and also catches on to a nearby protruding rock. All that's left is Johnny and Johnny, who's not a super experienced snowboarder yet. Like he's trying it out. He can stay up, but he doesn't, he can't really confidently snowboard. And it's up to him to go and flag down ski patrol to rescue Emily and Sam. And so Johnny is skiing down the mountain. He's like jumping off ledges, catching air. He's like kind of doing all these cool tricks. And he gets the ski patrol. The ski patrol get to Emily and to Sam and they rescue them both. But it's only because Johnny was able to get to to ski patrol on time. And so everyone was really upset at Johnny that they let Emily into urchin territory, that Johnny is, you know, going off with these kids. And his so his dad is just super upset. 
that he could have gotten himself. He could have gotten others injured. And once again, he goes down his daddy issues rabbit hole and says that Johnny is going down the wrong path and is going to end up a deadbeat like his dad. Sam comes over and at the same time that Johnny is getting punished, he he comes over and he tells Johnny that his dad got new military orders to Iceland and that he's leaving in a week. And this is when Johnny and Sam are like, hey, we're both tired of this shit. And they get on a plane back to Hawaii. So once they get back to Hawaii, which I feel like terrible plan. Like they didn't really think this out. Like get their shit, go to Hawaii, run away to my grandfather's house. But once they get there... I'm just like, how did these kids get on a military plane? That And just one that was going to Hawaii. (laughs) These are smart kids. Yeah, they really are. But in any case, they end up with OG Johnny Tsunami. Mm -hmm. Once they get there, obviously, their parents are like, hey, send them the fuck back. OG Johnny Tsunami is like, no, I can't do that. And you have to trust me, because if I send them back, they're just going to run away again. They're going to go somewhere else. But if I make them realize how much they need to go back, then they'll go back on their own. And so OG Johnny Tsunami becomes the Yoda for these two young Skywalkers. And so he spends the day teaching Sam how to surf, fulfilling his promise, Mm -hmm. even though he doesn't get to surf with his friends. Of course, Johnny's dad is pissed. But Johnny's mom, you know, comes to his rescue and is just like, look, you're acting like a little bitch. This isn't the man that I married. You know, yeah. It's not. She, she up, says it's not the man, the man she from. fell in love with, which is like, oof, mm. that burns. That's like, that's, that's the divorce territory. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, shit, I got to shape up. And his dad is like, oh, you're being melodramatic. And she's like, no, no, I'm not. You just hate your dad, and you shouldn't. Yeah, so this is, like, her father-in-law, and she is just like, yo, your dad is cool. She's almost, like, more in agreement with her father-in-law than her husband. Absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, she's just like, you, you're the dude who's the asshole here. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're behind you, but you're being a dick. Yeah, so they do decide to let Johnny just stay in Hawaii for a little bit. Similar to the snowboarding montages, we get Sam learning how to surf. Eventually, they do decide to go back to Vermont. And, of course, OG Johnny Tsunami comes with them. By the way, OG Johnny Tsunami, for anybody who is watching this movie like me and is like, where do I know that face from? He was Shang Tsung, the Mortal Kombat movie. Mm. So, if you hear him say, your soul is mine, you can also Mm have Johnny Tsunami. Mm-hmm. rips waves eats souls yeah <laughs> but grandpa is all the way adjusted to Vermont life he's wearing his best Uggs he's even been keeping secret from everybody that he's a beast snowboarder because of course he is he's yeah. Johnny Tsunami yeah he, grandpa like really just turned into like the ultimate snow grandpa you know, extreme sport But he was he was like so cute and cozy looking when he was in his little like sweaters and Uggs as opposed to like his shirt out like her his shirt off and his board shorts on. He was so cute. Johnny Tsunami was 
definitely awesome in this movie. He mm-hmm. was the legendary Johnny Tsunami. So, so we finally, get... dad and grandpa reconcile and decide oh, yeah. that, I, you know what? I wasn't the best dad, but I love you. And he's like, you know what? You weren't the worst dad either. And I love you. We can raise this little, you know, ponyo and, and be happy. It was a really sweet moment. I still think that his dad is a dick. Yeah, but, you know, he's trying out here. So we skip over to the mountain where the... I don't really know how it happened again. So... Again, I'm a little fuzzy on the details. So, so what we missed in the midst of all of the back and forth between the skies and the urchins is that Johnny Tsunami and Brett absolutely get into a fight because... Brett is talking that good shit and Johnny Tsunami is just like you know like I'm mostly low key but I'll slap the shit out of you and so they start fighting and the ski patrol has to break it up and Brett is super pissed off at this point he wants more than anything to stop Johnny Tsunami and Sam and everybody else from enjoying the mountain yeah and so Johnny being like the little little sweetie cutie sugar plum that he is was like you know what we're gonna do this fair and square I'm going to we're gonna race down the mountain and if I win I'm going to make the mountain open to everyone anyone can ride the slopes wherever they want because the argument is that the better slopes are on the sky side and then Brett's like, yo, you little punk. No, I'm not cool with that. If I win, the lines are staying the way they are. Okay? But Brett needs even a little bit more motivation because he's just like, if I win, it's just the status quo. If you win, you get to enforce some rule. Like, that's not, that's not really cool. And so OG Johnny Tsunami breaks the tie. So... OG Johnny Tsunami puts... Is metal on the line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then they race down the mountain. So they have, like, a little bit of time to prepare the... His friend Sam, his dad gets his orders changed. And so that Sam can watch this stupid race, which I'm just like, yeah, I'm... I don't think the U.S. military is, like, down to just change orders for that. Because, like... People don't change orders for, like, births and, I don't know, what else happens in the military. Nah, they were just like, fuck it. <laughs> or, like, your, <laughs> like, your princess cruise that you've had booked for the last six months. It's in the Constitution that they have to give you leave for a montage. Yes. So, where was I going with that? I kind of lost so, my train of thought. Sam oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, his... Sam's at the battle. So, so, Sam is there, and... The two guys, Brett and Johnny, are about to race down the mountain. And, of course, Disney doesn't care about property law, but I'm like, who agreed to just let these two boys race in an attempt to, like, change family inheritance? Yeah, private mountaintop. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, really cute. But But it seemed like the eventual property owners were with it which is we'll yeah get to it. yeah we'll get to that and so everyone's out to watch the race even johnny's dad who's had a change of heart came out 
and they race down the mountain. There's a lot of like montage scene, of course, and they're racing down. They're neck and neck. Brett will be ahead, then Johnny will go ahead, and then finally, at the end, almost at the bottom of the hill, about to cross the finish line, and Brett like eats shit, right? Brett like fell. Yeah, because, I mean, Brett was trying to cheat the whole yeah. way, so fuck him. Don't feel yeah. bad. Yeah, no, no, no. We don't feel bad about Brett. And talk about, like, white male privilege. But yeah. Johnny crosses the line first, and everyone is ecstatic because now the whole mountain is open to everyone. And that's when we find out that the two brothers who own the mountain and divided the land 10 years ago, they are the rental shop owners. So the one stuck-up brother went to the private school, the prep school, and he for you know got half of the mountain just for his prep school friends the skies and then the other brother went to public school and was kind of like as we can tell he's he's gone on a different path from his brother Mm -hmm. and he got the snowboarding side and so at the end those two are like oh yeah let's reconcile and we love each other and it's about time that the mountain was open tsunami's dad that was a big party yeah, and Johnny, Papa Johnny Tsunami, I don't even know what the dad's name is, but he is, like, so awkward. It was, like, the most awkward way, like, way of saying it, but he's like, everyone, uh, there's gonna be a party at our house to celebrate, and <laughs> everyone's like, yay, and they go to the Kapahala family home and even though it's winter in Vermont they have a luau party the smoking pig yeah it was it was really funny because Johnny's dad is just so awkward and weird so to like see him like in a Hawaiian shirt like serving punch was just like funny (laughs) and that's that's where we ended everyone lived happily ever after and we can only imagine that Brett learned a lesson or suffered a permanent injury. But in any case, he's out of the picture. Johnny Tsunami is dancing with Xenon. Sam moved, which is like tear, but you know, Johnny Tsunami got the girl. That's what we mm-hmm. wanted here. Uh, what are your takeaways? How does it hold up in 2020? Okay, the dad was problematic and. Yeah, that was, like, kind of awkward to hear him talk sh- shit about his father. And the whole, like, we talked about, the the Skies versus Urchins was a little weird. Yeah, the Skies versus Urchins thing was a little rough for me. Because I feel like all of the not-white people were urchins. There were a lot of just white people, period. But, you know, like, Johnny was kind of more on the urchin side... Sam was an urchin. It just feels really on the nose. And, yeah. you know, there's a bunch of white blonde people who are on the other side being like, nah, we ski on this side. I'm just like, it's a little bit rough. Yeah, anyone with a slightly more pronounced shade of melanin in their skin is an urchin. That is true. Even Johnny, because Johnny's, like, just really tan. I mean, he's also... Uh, a minority because his father is Asian but yeah he was an urchin yeah. or like he identified as an urchin I should say yeah yeah 
So, but dad also had his own issues. That was really tough to hear sometimes. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Because it really makes you feel like, you know, what the fuck was his dad like? Because it was his dad just like absent. Because that's how it sounds. Yeah, it did. It did sound like he was an absent father, or as my dad used to say, had too much salt water between the ears. (laughs) Yeah. So, did it hold up in twenty twenty? Meh. Yeah, it it kind of did. I think I think now we'd be more open. Like there would be a scene with like the dad going to his therapist, <laughs> like instead of like talking with his wife, he'd be like, "So the other day I had a memory of my childhood. <laughs> Can we talk about that?" <laughs> his dad would be very Silicon Valley. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. So, what do you think are some of the best pieces of dialogue? I didn't have, like, a ton of dialogue that I liked. I just thought, like, it was funny how they sprinkled in, like, surfer culture. Like, uh, what am I trying to say? I thought you were going to say the the pineapple scene. Oh, my God. That is my favorite. Okay, so this is so silly. It won't be funny to anyone else. (laughs) Okay, so I work in, in, like, food and... I'm, like, around food a lot, and I was, like, laughing how in every scene of in Hawaii, there was, like, a pineapple, like, within sight, and people eating pineapple, and so my favorite dialogue, like, moment of dialogue is when Johnny is going through the cafeteria line at school, through the serving line, and the... <laughs> the lunch lady who's serving him is like pineapple or peaches and johnny gets so excited and he like you know just like bros out and he's like pineapple and she just like takes her spoodle which is school food talk for serving spoon and she takes her spoodle and she plops it on the plate and he looks at it and it's like the crushed pineapple, like the kind that maybe, like, I don't even know what people used crushed pineapple for. For that? Yeah. <laughs> no, pineapple tidbits are served in school now. They but served tidbits. <laughs> they wanted it to look more gross. Yeah, so she plops like the pineapple sludge on his plate and he's like, uh, I asked for pineapple. And she pulls up the can, like the large, like school food size number 10 can. And she's like, and that is what you got. <laughs> so like I said, not funny for anyone else but me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Did you have any favorite dialogue? Uh, man, everything that Sam said was funny. I feel like it was just like him interacting with like his grandfather I thought was really funny mm-hmm. because his grandfather was like really broy. Um, his grandfather was so sweet I think we yeah. all want a hot surfer grandpa <laughs> like Johnny Sunak <laughs> no I'm just joking because he looked way too young to be Johnny's grandpa like he looked like he could be Johnny's dad yeah. And Johnny's dad looked like he could be Johnny's dad. So I'm just like, what is the age difference between the grandpa and the dad? Like, 12 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Johnny Tsunami was out here. Yeah, he, he was real popular with the the lady friends. Small island. <laughs> oh. 
So, as far as montage, this whole movie was montage. It was like 50% action shots of other people besides Johnny Tsunami doing shit. Yeah, so that was so funny, is all of the montage shots were like from a distance, and it was very obvious now as an adult that this was like not Johnny doing these <laughs> these cool shots of like surfing and snowboarding. It was definitely like a double and <laughs> talented double a talented double but they didn't do too much <laughs> like they didn't work too hard to cast people that looked like Johnny <laughs> like the doubles were Except, like grown, like, grown, ass grown men, men. <laughs> it's like the camera gets too close you're just like wait a minute quick cut quick cut yeah it's like when the camera gets close you're like wait that's a like 30 year old <laughs> So, yeah, the montage scenes were kind of funny. There was lots of um, surfing montage, obviously. Lots of snowboarding, some skiing. So, more montage than what we're used to. I would say probably, like, 15 minutes of montage in this movie. Yeah, they just, they saved themselves a lot of dialogue by having so many montages. But it works because you got, you got surfing, you got winter sports... There's a lot of action to be had in a movie like that, and it's not like you're going to, you know, make your 13-year-old actors into Olympic-caliber snowboarders anytime soon, so. But going into our final thoughts, does this movie, does Johnny Tsunami get a puff or a pass from us in 2020? So, I'm going to give it a puff it's not the best decom on the list, but it is classic. It is funnier high, especially when you know that OG Johnny Tsunami is also Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. It's just something you can't unsee. But the entire movie is just like a fun watch if you're stoned. A lot of decom talent, Kristen Storms, Lee Thompson Young, R.I.P. the God. Um, of course, the titular Johnny Tsunami. It was it was a good movie. I think that it was solid. I was really high for it. So maybe I'm seeing it with green colored glasses, but um, I give it a puff. Oof. Okay, this is this is hard for me because I have had so much fun right now recording this episode for you guys. And I'm, like, kind of looking at it with green-colored glasses right now. But I need to remind myself that two days ago when we watched this movie, I gave it a pass. And I know. I, I can't believe I'm doing this. But I'm giving... This is the first pass I'm giving. And I need to remember that while it was, like, a hard puff, like a puff puff for me in 1999 before you were puff puffing yeah before i was puff puffing i got a puff puff but now that i've puffed i give it a pass (laughs) wow that was like beautiful (laughs) so yeah i give it a pass it was fun to watch but i don't want to watch it again like some of the movies we've watched so far, like Cadet Kelly, I Smart House. fucking loved. I would watch that again tomorrow. But this movie, no. I'm sorry. Just trying to keep it real for you guys. We gotta keep it real. 
This is this is what we do. It's if we didn't give you honest reviews, oh. you couldn't trust our integrity as stoner critics. Collect KK, I forgot one thing. Sorry, I hate to go back, but I forgot one thing that was so funny to me during this movie. Funnier high moment? No, just funny, but yeah, also funnier high. So KK probably doesn't remember this because when he gets stoned and has too much to partake in, he, or partakes too much, he falls asleep. And so KK's, KK's saying that he gave this movie a puff, but you guys, he fell asleep in like the last 10 minutes. That was high as shit. Yeah. And he missed the moment that was so funny to me, which is after Johnny is crowned the winner, the lady who presents the award wait oh fuck 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 i'm confusing movies i'm thinking about motocrossed the black lady the black lady who presents the award at the end i definitely don't remember the end of motocrossed huh and i was definitely there the whole time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i forgot that part i forgot that so part. a little foreshadowing for our next movie <laughs> Let's just wrap this one up because I feel like we're Wait, talking about Wait, I'm not ready to wrap it up yet. Clutch, KK, I'm not ready yet because while this episode is getting dropped on March 9th, 2020, it's recorded on March 8th, 2020, which is also International Women's Day. And I just want to shout out all of our ladies or lady identifying people our listeners thank you for tuning in and us canna bitches gotta stick together and i am so grateful that you're supporting another peer in listening to johnny tsunami and all of you people with penises (laughs) no not every man has a penis but all of you men who listen we appreciate you too, but not as much today. <laughs> hey, yeah. This is for you, ladies. This is this is for you. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Which also leads us into our movie next week. Which is going to be motocrossed. Yeah. And we're going to have a special guest with us. Our first ever guest. Yeah. We're having our first guest. So we have a friend who's staying with us this week, this weekend, and... We watched motocross together the other night, and we're going to drop that one next week. So we haven't been able to tell you yet in the past which episode was coming next. But, hey, look at us. After taking a month off, we're a little ahead of schedule. Look at that. Progress. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, folks. Thanks again for tuning in to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK. No, you're not. Follow us on Instagram at Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. (laughs) And follow us on Spotify. Yeah, catch us on Spotify. Subscribe to us. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye.